out there and welcome to the family plug a podcast to improve quality and standards of individual and family life i am your host dr Lowe, and i'd like to welcome you and thank you for joining me for my very first episode strike a balance we will be talking in this episode about striking a balance between work and relationships. Um, so I'm really excited. I think this is a great topic. It's something that we can all relate to and perhaps something that we can all do a better job of in our everyday lives. So maybe you're a little bit stressed or perhaps a little bit overwhelmed. Well, you've come to the right place, my friend. I'm going to help you get your life. I'm going to help you to create a healthier balance. So I've got the plug for you. Perhaps you've recognized by now how much of your life is organized around work. I mean, if it weren't significant, it wouldn't even be necessary for us to have this discussion. But think about it. The time that you spend with your spouse, with your children, with your friends, um, all of those relationships are organized typically around work. So let's say that you normally work a nine to five Monday through Friday and you have some friends that want to go out midweek and you have to miss a day of work to, let's say, have lunch with your friends. I mean, what do you choose? Do you choose lunch with your friends or do you choose your coin? I mean, if you're like me, I kind of need my coin to pay for lunch. So I'm probably going to go to work. <laughs> um, but again, work is important. So it determines where we live, our socioeconomic status. Um, it determines how much time, again, that we spend with our loved ones, whether or not we go on vacation, for how long we vacation. And so it's really important for us to think about how work is affecting all of our relationships. Um, I'll use myself as an example. I was recently married in the last couple of years. I'm a new mom, so I have a brand new baby at home. I'm a full-time professor. I direct a program. I'm involved in a number of organizations and in service to my community. So I wear a lot of different hats. Um, and if I don't organize my life well enough or if I don't create enough balance in my life, then something or someone is going to go lacking. So with that being said, I'd like you to take just a minute to reflect on your own life. How does your work affect your current relationships? And what are some of the challenges that you may be having with balancing work and family? Now that you've had an opportunity to give some thought to the way in which work is impacting your relationships and also maybe some of the challenges that you're having, 
I want to help you articulate those experiences. And so I want to discuss very briefly three different roles that you may find yourself falling into, um, because I do think that this will be helpful as we move on to talking about the way in which these roles are impacting our relationships and also in terms of how we can navigate those challenges. If you find that you have an insufficient amount of time or energy to meet the demands or the responsibilities of the various roles that you play, then you may be experiencing role overload. I used the example earlier about the number of different hats that I wear. If I found myself kind of exhausted and not having enough time to do all of those things, then that's definitely an example of role overload. It's very common that a second shift accompanies role overload. This is really common among women. As an example, you may work your regular nine to five paid position outside of the home, and then you return home to begin what you may consider your second shift, where you are taking on the housework or the responsibilities of childcare. Role conflict and role strain are also very common when you're trying to balance work and relationships. Role conflict is when you're just kind of being confronted with these incompatible role obligations. And of course, that can lead to some anxiety that results from being unable to fulfill um, all of those obligations or only being able to fulfill a limited number of those obligations. And this is oftentimes referred to as role strain. So now I'd like for us to examine how role overload, role conflict and role strain kind of impact our relationships. So the most common way that this impacts our relationships is by what's referred to as a spillover thesis. And this is when your work is spreading into your family, as an example. And it happens in a number of ways. It could be as a result of working a lot of overtime, taking work home when you are um, attending you know, professional development conferences and things away from home, if you are on call when you're at home or you're constantly kind of taking on work responsibilities even when you're vacationing or always being on your cell phone or on your computer in reference to work, this is then spilling over into your home life, which can have significant weighing on the quality of the relationships with the people that you care about the most. If you are married, then I can assure you that work is impacting your level of marital satisfaction to some degree. Research suggests that co-provider couples report the highest level of marital satisfaction. Co-provider couples are couples who have both partners working outside of the home. And so the reason being is because these couples are more likely to divide housework equally. And so not only are they contributing to the economic resources of the family, but they are also helping out around the house, helping out with the kids, 
and ensuring that they are egalitarian in the way in which they function in their family and in their relationship. Also, if you are in an unhappy marriage, um, then work oftentimes is only going to exacerbate the issues that you are already having in that unhappy marriage. In addition to the impact that work has on relationships with your spouse or with your partner, um, it can also have a significant weighing on children. Dual income parents, they really struggle with not having enough quality time with their children because again, both parents are working outside of the home. Um, but in addition to that, this kind of limits the amount of time that the family spends together, the amount of time that they share meals, and it can even impact the kind of food that you eat. For example, um, if I'm constantly working late hours or overtime, it's a lot easier for me to pick up takeout on my way home than it is for me to prep and prepare a healthy meal when I get home. So now that we have identified that balancing work and relationships is difficult and is a challenge, then what do we do about it? How do we create the kind of balance that we want to see in our lives? The first thing that I would like to challenge you to is a bit of cognitive restructuring. And that is if you haven't considered this already. And by cognitive restructuring, I mean to view your situation and your circumstance in positive terms. Think positively and optimistically about your ability to navigate all of your challenges and to create the kind of balance that you want to see in your life. Additionally, I want you, if at all possible, to delegate some responsibilities, reduce your current responsibilities, and to the best of your ability, try not to take on additional ones. Now, when you delegate these responsibilities, it's important for you to leave the responsibility to the person that you delegated it to. And I have to be honest that I also struggle with this. So, for example, I may ask my husband to help me with a specific task. And then when he completes the task, I don't necessarily like the way he did it. <laughs> so then I want to go back and redo the task, which kind of defeats the purpose of delegating it in the first place. So trust the person that you've delegated the task to. Leave it alone. Don't worry about it. Move on to the next thing. Because again, sharing the responsibility is going to help you to create a healthier balance. I would also like to challenge you to use your time management ability. Um, and let's just be real. Some of us do not manage our time well. We make excuses about not having time to do things, but then we kind of misuse our time. And that's the one thing that you can't get back. So if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Prioritize, make a list of things that need to be done and check off the things on that list to help you better navigate your work and your relationships. If you have a flexible job, great. Utilize that to your advantage. If at all possible, you can 
implement shift work in your home. Um, this was extremely important for my husband and I when we brought a brand new baby home, especially when you're not getting any sleep, you take turns. Um, one parent maybe does certain tasks during the day and the other parent at night, and then you switch if necessary. By sharing that responsibility, that um, creates healthier balance for you, and it also improves the quality of the relationships with the people around you. Finally, role compartmentalization is an additional way that you can create balance between work and home. And this just consists of you separating the roles of work and home. So an example of this may be that you uh, won't bring work home or that you will not work past 7 p.m. every day. Um, again, just some helpful ways to help you create greater balance in your life. So as we come to a close, I just want to encourage you to take care of yourself, take care of the people that you love. Remember, you never get so busy making a living that you forget to make a life. Thank you, everybody, for joining me for this episode of The Family Plug, a podcast to improve quality and standards of individual and family life. I'm your host, Dr. Lowe, and I've got the plug for you. Remember to subscribe to join me for future episodes. Until next time, thank you for listening to The Family Plug.